Hey everybody, it's Monday, December 26th, and today on Texas Rangers with the Boys, we talk about our Christmases and how we fared, and we're also talking Rangers starting pitching. So join us today on Texas Rangers with the Boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the Boys, kicking it off on a Monday. Monday. This is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier, your co-host. And my man, the man with the beard, the man who destroyed a dozen cookies, as rumor has it, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, joining me. We are the boys. Bull, tell them, how was your Christmas? First of all, where can they find you on socials? It was uh, fantastic. Um, we had nothing go on the whole day. And we loved it, every second mm. of it. Mm. I did cook last night. I cooked, like, just a meal for me and Christy. So, oh, uh, Christy is my wife, this this woman that you always hear me uh, chattering on about. You know, it's like Norm, you know, mm-hmm. from Cheers, when he's always saying his wife's name, but you've never seen his wife or hear from his wife or anything like that. So yeah. I just wanted to let people know that, you know, like, that's my wife when I say Christy. Um, yeah, I mean, most, most of these people that listen are like our friends and stuff anyway, so they know who Christy is. She, ha- not, she tries to hang around as often as possible. Yeah, but he uh, doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have uh, you know, uh, a pet ferret uh, named Christy. That is actually his wife. That I cook for. <laughs> and she's a, yes, that you cook for. And she's yeah. a wonderful, wonderful human being. I just want to go on record. As saying that. No, um, we don't have to lie for her. <laughs> now listen. No, listen. I'm kidding. Don't get I'm yourself kidding. hurt or I'm in kidding, trouble but, on our but, show. You know, when I uh, put together my uh, social media, that's that's who I put in a relationship with is her. And okay. if you want to see if I'm telling the truth, at Manimal Bull on Twitter, at oh, Manimal 300 on Instagram, mm. and uh, if you want to see me put my favorite music over the picture of Rangers as I plug this radio show or podcast on TikTok, it's at Bull Pro, uh, surname Manimal. I think surname mm. is right. I don't know. The yeah. kids probably so, call it something better than that. Or back the in kids. the day, in the 90s, that was your, it was your, you could be your gimmick, brother. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Your no, gimmick. No. Well, I think the the yeah, it, it's all manimal uh, and bull and all that. That it's, it's all gimmick. Just, uh, just, don't, just don't call me late for supper. And, oh yeah. Uh, speaking of supper, because you know it's the older folks that uh, would be home for supper because they cooked ah. it at their house. You okay. can find me on Facebook at Bull Pro. Oh man, there's a I lot get of. In? That was, and there was a lot of fancy segues going on there. Man, yeah. Um, no, yeah I, I don't I don't even know how to how to I mean there's a lot of a lot of respect for your storytelling. Uh, your, storytelling yeah, for, your, for, for your uh your your social media game there. Um Yeah. Well, oh you know and you know it's funny, it's all storytelling and it's all on the fly. Just how I do gosh. it in the ring. That's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So now we are on talking about starting pitching and the projections that we have for 
um, or the projections that we've seen on Baseball Reference and and on fan graphs, which are probably yeah, the we more popular Andrew, stats. We were on Andrew Haney, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Haney, where uh, the Rangers just gave him a two-year with a 25. Now, he can opt out after next year. He may not be a Ranger, but more than one year. And that may okay. be the plan for both of them. You know, that hey, come here, have another good season, do it full time, work with Mike Maddox, decide if you'd like to stay here. And, you know, next year, if you opt out, maybe we'll have 20 million for you or 22 million or whatever, you know, the, if you can stay healthy. And, or if you don't stay healthy, we got one more year to try and do it again. Exactly, exactly. So, Speaking of uh, Andrew Haney, I think we're going to go ahead and talk about three pitchers today if we have time for, but most likely not. Um, Speaking of Andrew Haney, we're going to go ahead and jump right in and let's talk about some projections that they have for him uh, on baseball reference. Um, They've got him at what looks like probably around 18 starts. Uh, Yeah, somewhere around 18 to 20 starts, 104 innings and 120 strikeouts. So not a lot of durability uh, expected, but they do have him at a 1.2 whip, a 10.4 blazing, 10.4 Ks per nine. So, you know, they're just not expecting a lot of uh, innings from uh, from Haney over here on, on baseball reference. So what 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 are they what are they looking at over there on on Fangraph? Well they like him for 162 Ks. Over the course of, let's see, I had it just a second ago. Oh, here it is. Over the course of 140 innings, which is a 28% uh, strikeout rate. And then they like his ERA right around 357. Um, Mm. But they like him, I mean, they like 26 starts from, I mean, the the fan graphs, fan graphs, if it's not like, they like the the Rangers. They, I mean, they're going to. You know, they like the Rangers pitching staff this year. I mean, they're not grading it out to be an A-plus staff or anything like that. But, I mean, if right now you're talking about three pitchers that are getting you almost 75 to 80% or, you know, 75 to 77% of your starts so far this year, uh, and we're only through four of them, and, they, and we've got six that we were going to talk about that we think that will be starting pitchers for the Rangers this year. Right, yeah, and, and and I think that – I think you have fan graphs kind of betting high on the Rangers, and it feels like baseball reference is a little bit – is a little bit more uh, more conservative and a little bit more timid uh, on what they think. Let me give you a freakish stat for Andrew Heaney for 2022. 35% strikeout uh, ratio. 35%. 14 above. 14% above, or roughly 14% above the major league average. It, I mean, it feels like we got this guy right at the right time if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I think so. I think he's one of those guys that he, uh, uh, you know, he's kind of figuring it out. I think he was throwing a, a curveball that was maybe hurting him a little bit. And, uh, you know, that, like, he got with the Dodgers, and the Dodgers kind of said, hey, let's throw a, str- a slider that doesn't, have so much pull on your arm and that slider has kind of changed how he throws. And now he's more of a, you know, two thirds, 
two thirds uh, fastballs, a third sliders, and you know he'll throw a change up here and there, but it's not exactly a pitch that he throws. You know, he only throws it to keep guys off balance or off of those two pitches that you know he throws pretty much ninety five percent of the time. So uh, you know, I think they got him away from throwing that curveball, and now he's more of a, a fastball slider, get guys out, strike guys out, and his uh, his strikeout percentage last year kind of told that same story because he he was striking guys out at like a a 13.6 yeah or 35.5 percent strikeout rating which is like i mean like 13 batters a game something like that i mean it was a a pretty intense it's pretty high number and i don't know that they think that he'll be able to do that over the course of 26 starts where he only had 14 starts last year and a couple of extra innings on top of that 14 starts. Um, But if he can keep the walk percentage down to where they have it, you know, I mean, he's going to give up hits. He's going to give up hard hit balls. You're going to see him get, I mean, people are going to take him out of the park. He gets, I mean, he, he does have guys barrel him occasionally, but I mean, he's going to be a guy that I think, uh, no, if he does log these 140 innings that Fangraphs thinks he's going to, I don't think he'll be here on the same contract next year. If right. He does and, this, you know, I mean, he's opting out. Right, and and you're right on you're right on point with the hard hit uh, balls. Like he definitely had a 48 percent, a 10 percent above uh, the major league level. But I also will say that that probably has as much to do with the fact that he's going to go up there and challenge guys, um, and he's not he's not tippy toeing around. Because his whip last year, 1.087. I mean, he had a really good year last year. I mean, yeah, all, all things considered, like, like I feel like the Rangers are catching him at the right time. And if he's anywhere under 1.3 uh, on the whip uh, and he gets 150 innings, I'm sorry, but I think I think you you got to steal uh, with this guy, if he yeah, gets, that's what, what I'm saying. If he's he gets not gonna what Fangraphs said, for sure. If, huh? if he gets 150, if he gets 150 innings, like Fangraphs says he will, like I'm, I'm gonna be stoked. Oh yeah, that me kind too. Of, that I, kind of those kind of innings from I think guy. like the idea. I mean, we're kind of seeing that like you know, uh, Fangraphs is believing the same thing that Chris Young's believing. Yeah, I can see that. You know, another thing that I also like the con- the the concept of having a guy like Heaney around is he's a guy that's actually kind of kind of grown a little bit and learned a few things down his career. Who who you're starting to see like putting it together, and you got to think that maybe some of these other young pitchers that are trying to put it together as well um, might be able to kind of learn a few things from from some of these veterans that the Rangers are bringing in. And I would think that might be a little bit strategic as well. Well, uh, Heaney was a guy early on in his career that struggled. So, you know, I mean, he probably has some lessons to teach, you know, to, to some of the young guys that are struggling right now. So, uh, so you got anything else? Or I think we're, I'm going to go closer to fan graph. I'm really going to bet high on Heaney because we kind of have to have him. Yeah. I, kinda, also- I mean, I almost, I, like I, I don't think that his his strikeout percentage will be as high as what it was last year, but I don't think that it'll be back to where Fangraphs thinks it's going to be. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. I think it's going to be closer to thirty two or thirty three percent. I think he's going to strike out two hundred batters and throw about one hundred and forty five hundred and fifty innings. 
Hey, I I 100% like that. In and that's why what I think he does as a healthy guy. I mean, I can't predict if he's going to stay healthy or not. But as a healthy guy, that's what I think he can do. Yeah, so betting high, both of us are betting high on Haney. Um, and I think, again, for the Rangers to be successful, we kind of have to. Um, so let's just uh, let's hope the best for his health. And again, I think if he stays healthy, I think he's going to be a really, uh, a really solid, uh, really in in some places dominant pitcher. Uh, and I'd love to see him push uh, some of the other guys, the other two uh, guys in the top three that we talked about the other day. Maybe push those guys uh, for you know maybe the second best pitcher on the team. Um, so let's talk about Odorizzi. Uh, neither one of these guys did we talk about a whole lot when they got signed. Um, so this is a good time for us to kind of get our get our licks in just for what we think about each guy. Um, if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and share what baseball reference has for him. Go for uh, it. Yeah. They see him at 123 innings, obviously less strikeouts uh, than innings pitched at a, at a 7.8 strikeouts per nine. Um, but 123 innings. I like that 4.2. So it feels like every pitcher. And I think we said this off air. So like every starting pitcher for the Rangers, they're predicting to get anywhere from 140 to 100 to 140 innings, and they're all going to be at a four something ERA besides, um, besides Degrom. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like it almost feels like lazy predictions. You know, it's like and, I, it, it just doesn't feel realistic to me. I feel like at least two two or three of these guys are going to have pretty good seasons. You're not going to have seven pitchers with 100 innings uh, for the Rangers next year. At least I hope not. And Fangraph sees it different again here. Okay. They they see um, Odorizzi starting 18 games next year for the Rangers. Okay. And they have him coming out of the bullpen 40 times and throwing 133 innings next year with the 20% K rate, which is 7.81 strikeouts per nine. So I would say that's probably. That's where he's been about his last three years. I mean, like it at 115. So, that, you know, they've got him up from his numbers with Atlanta the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I mean, I could see that happening. Change of pace. He might have needed it. You know, I mean, he was in the on the back end of a contract. And, you know, I mean, you know things weren't going too good if Atlanta is willing to pay $10 million of the $12 million owed to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things weren't – so it could have been – more than just pitching that's bringing him here, too. Because, right. you know, I mean, they took Colby Allard back and yeah. picked up 12, 10 million of the contract. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't sound like somebody that was happy with the dude that was pitching for him. And, I, you know, Strider took off this year in Atlanta, and, and they've got a big, strong, far, you know, they got guys that are ready. They're not, they're not just in a position where Odorizzi is that valuable to them anymore. And, I mean, he can serve purpose here as a mentor to Dunning and possibly, you know, Otto or whoever else that we, you know, might get some some starts this year. Or even really guys that are just young guys that need it in general. Uh, you know, the the Spencer Howards, the Glenn Ottos, the, those dudes that could probably use a guy like him, you know, helping them out, getting them ready for, you know well- – their time. Well, I also want to point out that Odorizzi, aside from 2020, has logged 100 innings since 
for eight straight years. Uh, aside again, you take out you take out twenty twenty, so you're looking at at seven years, eight years of a hundred plus innings. Um, you know, obviously his his best season all time was two thousand nineteen, which was not that long ago. No. Um, and it's not like he's just been injury riddled uh, since then. No, and it's not like he's been terrible. I mean, four two one, four four zero. We've seen guys that have that have come through Texas that have been our best pitcher at four right. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> or, but, but no, I'm just saying like a Jordan Lyles, like for sadly enough, was the best pitcher on the team. Oh, yeah. We were happy if he could get four and a half. I mean, so, back in the day, I mean, Roger Pavlik, I say that, you know, 93, yeah. 94, 95, that's the truth. He yeah. was he was out there getting wins because he was throwing seven innings. They were getting a bunch of runs, and he was keeping them in games. But if, if Odorizzi can get us in the fours, like the low four ERA, and get us, a, again, another 130, 150 innings, which I really think he can. I, I really do believe he can. I, I just don't think – I don't think – I just don't think it's over for this guy. Nothing on his numbers really say no. that. And the other thing that's really kind of an interesting uh, little statistic just is that, you know, hard-hit hard hit balls since, like, last year, he wasn't just getting lit up. Um, he was only at, as a, at, a, at a 33% hard-hit balls rate, which was down from his career average. Um, so he wasn't – terrible like i said like his <laughs> his numbers across the board are not really awful and again he's a four or five long relief kind of pitcher anyways so i think for what you're asking of a guy like this if he can give you anywhere anything i would say anything between fan graphs and baseball reference if he's getting you over 100 getting you 123 133 innings at a 4-2 era uh 1.3 whip like I think that's actually a really successful signing. And, um, as long as he's not at a 5-2, you know? And never underestimate a 33-year-old man in a contract year. Yeah, that's the Martin Perez. There was, there's a bunch of guys that, yeah, he's going to go into a contract year on a, on a you know, uh, a 12-and-a-half a million a year contract for him over the last three years. And I mean, if, and if he can just be, and like, I mean, he had to have watched this off season, like we were saying, how did that guy get this? How did that guy mm-hmm. get this going? I could get a two year coming out of this, this season yeah. for $26 million and make right. another well, $30 million a year for two more well, years. So could, so could Haney. Haney's probably seeing the same thing that, that uh, Martin Perez did last year. And saying, "Hey, I can go out there and and get and and have my best season of my career, and turn around and get twenty something million dollars, uh, just for one year, even for one year, or a guy like that might get two or three years, given the fact that he's got such electric stuff." Yeah, because uh, you know, Manny's only one year younger than than Odorizzi. Yep, and they're both around the same age as Martin Perez. So, yep. uh, yeah, Ranger Rangers really leveraging that Perez season. Uh, in more ways than one, it seems like. Yeah, because uh, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if he was good again this year and close to what he was last year. That he doesn't get a good contract, Perez. That is right. 
So are we going to move into, are we going to go auto or are we going to go with Dunning? Well, I was just going to say, I think that I like Fangraph's projections real quick of him getting, okay. uh, is that, let's see who, yeah, 18 starts and then throw another four, 30 games out of the bullpen. Okay. So I like that. I, I like the idea of him being that guy, that being a guy that can make starts for you or when he does struggle in the rotation, he can get come in and out of it, or, or give Dunning an opportunity to be a, a you know a starting pitcher too. I don't know exactly how it's going to work out just yet, but I, I think that he's he's valuable if he can make starts and come out of the bullpen. I I one hundred percent. Especially, and you don't have a problem with him being a bullpen guy because you're only paying two and a half million for him. Sure, sure, and you want to you want to like utilize some of his flexibility to be able to you know throw out one of your young guys out there to get a start, and if they struggle, you always have him in your back pocket yeah, to go yeah. out there and 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 come in and maybe clean it up if if things don't go well. So. Who do you want to talk about next? Do we want to go with uh, Probably Otto or we Sting Dunning? Okay, I agree. Yeah, I, I, most likely, I feel like he's going to be the guy of the two between him and Otto um, that probably earned uh, earned a spot last year, just because I think he has one skill, uh, Dunning, that is that might be one of the best skills in in really. I mean, I'm going to say probably the upper echelon. Uh, in baseball and that is that is his ability to get ground balls. Yeah, he's a ground ball pitcher. His uh his ground ball percentage is like fifty four. So well it was fifty fifty three point six in twenty twenty one and fifty one and a half last year, but for a career average of fifty one point six, which is again almost ten percent uh nine percent above the league average or below, however you want to look at it. Um you know, and only and and really just not a guy that gets hit very hard. I mean, right at the league average and hard hit percentage. Yeah, so, his thing is uh, it is and it has been and and it was last year. You can't walk ten percent of the batters you face. Right. Yep. Can't do it. You just can't do it. You cannot give them that many free runners and expect to not have a. Um, in a four point four six ERA. I mean, he had he had games where he looked like he. Um, I mean, he he put them together for a little while, and then he'd walk, start yeah. walking guy. And in the games where he walked, you know, it, two or three batters, he was fine. But in those games where five and six batters, he just got himself in too much trouble. And he, I mean, I like Dane Dunning, and I've I've wanted to see him succeed. And you know, you wanted to see him succeed because he was part of the Lance Lynn trade, and you know, yeah. you wanted to get something back from that, but. You know, I don't know. This is going to be probably his last year of of them thinking that he can get an opportunity to start even in spring training. And if he doesn't come out of spring training as a starting pitcher, I mean, dare say, I mean, he, he will be a relief pitcher probably the rest of his career. Well, and, and you know, it's really interesting because in his minor league uh, career, you know, he didn't walk a lot of guys and he was awesome. And so, again, I, I just think he's got to get to a place where he's – I think a lot of it comes down to trusting trusting his stuff, you know, and I know a lot of young pitchers struggle with that. 
Like yeah. just really trusting what he can do as a pitcher and going out there and having the confidence. And at this point, I mean, he doesn't really have much of a choice. He's got to either trust his stuff and go out there and get some, try to get some guys out. Or like you said, probably end up uh, on the, uh, you know, end up in the uh, coming out of the bullpen or, or worse, you know, uh, journeyman minor league, you know, major league spot starter every now and then. Yeah, yeah, catching so, big paydays on a uh, on a semi annual basis. Mm-hmm. He just he's got there's something's got to yeah something's just got to give this year, and I mean trust me, I want to see the dude succeed. Um, and you know, like I said, you know, oh, I, I know that because you're definitely been one of his biggest supporters over the last couple of years. And, and, and I, that, you're those, the reason I know and, who he is. Well, and you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you, you know, how uh, you, you want all the guys to succeed that play on your team, uh, but especially guys that came back from trades that you've got to have something that at least plays in the big leagues. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and it, and, it, and it's like, what's the point in giving up Lance Lynn if you're not getting, if you can't get anything back yeah, from him? I mean, I mean you might as well just keep the guy. Yeah, you were <laughs> like, okay, hey, we're, the reason we're giving Lance Lynn up is because we've got these two pitchers that we you know, that we're thinking for sure are going to be uh, big leaguers, and one of them he has been a big leaguer for two years, but you know, I was just hoping he'd stick as a starter, and hopefully that he would have steadily improved, but. But really, last year, I mean, between his walk percentage going back up, and you, you know, you were hoping that he would, he would go from that eight point four that he had last year to lower this year, maybe down into the sevens, but somehow it went back up to the nine point two that it was in his rookie season. So it's just, you know, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not getting down on him and or anything like that. It's just we got to see some. We gotta see something this year, and where he probably is going to end up in the bullpen, and 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 could be, you know, the way of a lot of the young players that we've seen in the Rangers, just to, you know, not be a ball player in a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, you don't want to see that. So, well, I I think I think are we done? I mean, I don't know. We we can be. We're, we're I mean, I think we're up against it. Uh, we don't we're, want we're not to talk even... about. We don't want to talk about the the Howards and the Autos and those guys just yet, right? Um, kind of want to I mean, for the bullpen. I, honestly, like it for well, me. Well, really, Otto we can just talk about the top end of the bullpen and then leave those guys to, you know, maybe a. If we get bored one day, I don't know. I mean, do our, I do you think know. our people even care about? I mean, Glenn Auto looked like last year. I mean, I just didn't see a lot of life yeah, I mean, he know. made almost 30 starts but just not a whole lot I, I wanted to see something more from him and he just kind of never did and then he'd have times where he looked good and maybe you know let him air it out and with his fastball and and let it kill the other pitches and just go fastball curveball or a fastball mm-hmm. slider and and become try and become an out pitcher in the bullpen same thing with spencer howard i mean you know spencer howard they're going to try and get everything for him because again he was another guy that they gave something up and not only did they give up you know i mean gibson had another year you know so they want they want that to work out and they've got a couple of kids that are you know maybe gonna make it to uh carolinas this year 
out of that trade. So, you know, I don't know. I just got off on a little tangent there, so I don't want to. We're, we're, we're good. I think, I think we can land the plane. Uh, I think we should touch a little bit on Howard, uh, Howard, maybe Hearn, some of these young guys that are going to be young, younger yeah, I think uh, guys that are becoming, sure. yeah, that are going to come out of the bullpen next year. So maybe, uh, maybe we touch on them a little bit when we talk about the bullpen, but I think, I think, um, I think we should call it a day and, uh, and start fresh with the bullpen tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, we'll talk bullpen. We'll we'll start with the back end and work our way till we, you know, we run. There's up some exciting talk about some exciting names in the bullpen. I, I really think. Yeah, I think the bullpen's going to be fun because I think having Leclerc and Hernandez both back that second year off of Tommy John, I think they're going to both be better and more confident and realize that the they got the stuff and. So that's going to be fun. They're going to be fun to talk about. And, uh, you know, there's some other guys in that bullpen that are pretty good pieces. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, Bull, you got anything to say to, to our wonderful listeners before we, uh, before we jump on out of here? Hey, I hope everybody had a uh, Merry Christmas and they got all the gifts and all that stuff that they wanted. And uh, I hope your football team won on Sunday or Saturday because all the games were on Saturday this year or this week. Well, my team won, so so I, I'm in good I'm in good spirits. Yeah, Bills win as well, so <laughs> we'll continue rolling along and uh, we'll do some relief pitchers tomorrow, huh? Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, uh, I, again, just a big thank you to everybody who's listening. We've finally achieved our goal of being able to get ads put into our uh, podcast. So bear with us as some of those come up and we we're definitely hoping to add more uh support uh sponsorships and that sort of thing going forward so if anybody listening is interested uh, in getting a little bit of a, a plug here on the show please feel free to reach out to one of us uh on our socials and uh we just want to say thanks again and this is texas rangers with the boys signing out <laughs>